In a world shaped by ancient civilizations and remarkable trade networks, a wondrous journey awaits. Footprints presents Connected, a gripping 10-episode series that takes you into the lives of ordinary people whose destinies intertwine with the ancient Silk Road and the Belt and Road Initiative. Following the modern initiative that connects several continents via land and maritime networks, we uncover captivating stories along the way and witness how it bridges different cultures and peoples throughout time. Brace yourself for an enthralling experience with Connected, arriving on all major podcast platforms. Subscribe today and join us on this extraordinary journey through time and space. Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Roundtable, coming to you live from Beijing. I'm He Young. Good as always to have you join us. August the 22nd marks this year's Qixi Festival, also known as the traditional Chinese Valentine's Day. Love's in the air. Kind of. Um, did a little bit of sniffing. Don't really smell it here. But anyway, um, we explore the meaning of romance then and now, and we bring you the latest installment of special series, Timeless Traditions: Riding the Waves of Guochao, in which we take a look at how Chinese traditional elements. Coalesce with trendy renditions. Chinese ACG, anime, comic, and game has become a tour de force, home and abroad in recent years. We trace the rise of the industry. For today's program, I'm joined by New Holland and Pearl in the studio. First on today's show. This Qixi festival falls on August the 22nd. It's also known as the Chinese Valentine's Day. On this romantic occasion, we turn back to its origin, which goes beyond love and romance. We then examine what today's young people think when it comes to matters of the heart. So, Niu Honglin, <laughs> yes, tell us the origin story of Qixi festival, and involves lovebirds who are separated by a greater force, but you. Seem to have an interesting interpretation of that too. See if you want to share it with us. Of course. So legend has it that the youngest daughter of the Jade Emperor, who's also the ruler of the world, as per the legend,、uh, the Weaver Girl, become a little bit tired of you know boring immortal life and endless treasure and enjoying life. It's just so boring, and she decided to. Go to the mortal world, and there she met and fell in love with this cowherd boy. And this is a union strongly objected by the Jade Emperor, who in turn forcibly separated them by the Milky Way, leaving them torn apart by the galaxy and only allowing them to meet each other once a year on the seventh day of the seventh lunar month, which is the day we celebrate this day,、uh, the Qixi Festival. And the distance did not weaken their affection. Toward one another as they still love each other and look forward to meet each other every year. And 
do remember, actually, they have already got married and give birth to two kids. And the two kids, the custody of the two kids, custody <laughs> fall okay. into the hands of the cowherd boy. So the cowherd boy is still in the mortal world and just you know,、uh, hardworking, being a farmer, raising two kids. And the weaver girl, on the other hand, her name is you know the weaver girl. So her job is to weave clouds in the sky, a very important job. So she's back into the heaven, weaving, 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 and once a year she gets to see her beloved husband and two kids, and that is basically this year. That that is today. So he's a single father. <laughs>、wow. No, no, no. He has a wife. In she's not there. She's an absent parent <laughs> <laughs> for one day every year. year. Wow.、Yeah. I think my takeaway here is traditionally Chinese people value working really, really a lot. And even if you're separated and raising kids and single father, like Poro said, you still have to be a really good farmer. And even if you're separated from your kids and husband, you still need to. Be in the heaven, be diligent, and weave some clouds out to protect the environment or something. Yeah, Pearl is <laughs> not convinced.、No. She does not agree. She's like, I, I need a, a different rendition of that story. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds all nice and good the way it's been put together. <laughs> so I like, I like how with the, the spin of it, I, I like it. You know, hardworking、uh, adults. You know. <laughs> Who are trying to save the world or ensure the world is uh, well um, has saturated, you know, rain from the clouds, and、uh, there's no、uh, droughts everywhere. So thanks to this、uh, goddess、yeah. that is up there in the sky. And、uh, for her sacrifices, because she is sacrifices. I mean, sacrificing the life with her children and the father of the kids to save the world. Okay, this is how I like to see it. All right. <laughs> well, certainly, I think、uh, one other interpretation or just、um, thoughts coming from it could be just the parental figures or societal or whoever it is. Well, that greater force is really just poking their noses、mm. in other people's business. And marital <laughs> affairs, come on. Anyhow, so、um, it falls on every seventh day of the seventh month on the traditional Chinese calendar, and that's why every year, you know, it's around this time. But you better like sort of check the calendar again and、mm. see.、Uh, yeah, usually it's, it, it's one of the days in August, I guess. And、um, apparently, as we dig deeper. Chishi is so much more than just lovers, romance, and all that lovey-dovey stuff. Especially in the very beginning, actually, the Chishi Festival is known as the Qiqiao Festival. The Chinese literally translated as the festival to beg for dexterity. On this day, girls gather together to pray for wisdom, dexterity in needlework, which actually symbolizes the traditional talent for a good girl, and moreover, a good spouse, a good、uh, marriage, and marital happiness. And the idea is that for girls, you need to be. A hardworking and good at working as well. So yeah, that I didn't take in the very beginning, but now I feel like independent in a way. Yes, she tells you. So nowadays, you can work as a radio host. You can become a taikonaut. You can become a lawyer. Whatever you want to do, it feels、um, well. There are certain. Limitations that we hope that we can overcome, but it feels like sky's the limit. And back then, well, it's still the needlework. And apparently, for men,、um, 
it's also this day is the birthday of Xing, and this is what I found after you know doing research for this particular show so men are involved as well mm -hmm. in the sense that they would be uh, praying for getting good results in the imperial examination in ancient China and uh, that would mean you know getting the ticket into the possibility of uh, rising through the ranks in state bureaucracy and <laughs> yes. you know making a career and that might be the prerequisite of finding a good wife who's good, <laughs> who, who, who knows the needlework. Uh, yeah, it's It'll, all interwoven. Yeah. Interwoven. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so uh, for a lot of these traditional holidays, actually, you know, the more you, you, you research the subject, you find, oh, there are other meanings to it. And what does it look like? In modern day China, because I remember years ago, Chishi wasn't such a big deal. But now, well, certainly in your WeChat friend moments, um, you can sense it. There are people showing off that they got flowers. There are merchants who are selling flowers and other stuff. So, um, you know, guys, how do people celebrate Chishi nowadays? Like you said, actually, a lot of people uh, started to send each other flowers. I think mainly because our everyday life is a little bit boring, just like the immortal life of Junyu, of the weaver girl. And we need a little bit of excitement and we need to celebrate the things that deserve to celebrate. And love is definitely one of it. So it's... It's become uh, connected or linked to the Western celebration of yeah, Valentine's a Day, bit. which also celebrates love. I mean, love, but it's not really. Uh, I mean, the, they're different, of course, judging by what you've just uh, explained, the meaning behind the festival. Whereas um, Valentine's Day mm -hmm. is uh, is based on a Christian um, um, celebration Saint of Valentine. honoring honoring Saint Valentine's. Uh, yes, Saint Valentine. That's why we have Valentine's Day. Um, so, even though both of them are premised on love, they have a different uh, origin story, uh, story of origin. Uh, but it's interesting that there has there's been that connection that's been made. Uh, people now nowadays. This is how I know the the the, the festival as a Westerner. A Westerner, even though I'm <laughs> I'm from the global south, but uh, influenced mainly by the Western culture, is that it's linked or likened to um, Valentine's Day. So that's how I know the celebration. But it, uh, I've been enlightened by this background of the story <laughs> behind the two lovers who were separated because it's like a Romeo and Juliet kind a little of story. bit. Yeah. yeah, I love. But they I've, get to live. Yes. <laughs> That's uh, that's the upside of the story, but you know, separating them just because you didn't love or you didn't like their love story, that was sad. Uh, and in previous years, I feel like people are most likely to take this as an opportunity to show their love to their spouse, so they would send each other gift. Still happening this year, actually, Beijing Daily reported on August twentieth that the sales of items such as neck massagers, electric <laughs> razors, so I know very. <laughs> practical but very useful. I would love to receive a gift like 
well, maybe I do not need an electric razors, but <laughs> I do need electric toothbrushes,、mm. and those kind of presents have exceeded two point six times the pre Qixi festival sales of twenty twenty two. So people are being romantic and practical, and something a little bit novel this year is that there are more activities celebrating the actual tradition of the Qixi festival. Actually, in Shenyang Palace Museum, they organized a special hands-on、uh, sachet experience activity for children aged eight to twelve. I think it's the modern-day needlework activity、um, equivalent. So children can learn about Qing Dynasty sachet while being guided by a provincial-level intangible cultural heritage inheritor to create handmade sachet. And I think it's a cute thing to do. So. Young people in the age, or let's say, relatively older people, can celebrate their love, and the really young, the teenagers, get to learn a little bit handwork and a little bit tradition. It's beautiful. No love for you just yet. <laughs> just not not just yet. Twelve is a bit too young. Wait until you're eighteen. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe sixteen, but twelve too young. N- not in coming、school. from a parent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Pearl, what do you think about these modern? Take ons of、um, this traditional holiday. Well, like I said, I like the story behind how it developed、uh, this traditional holiday.、Um, I mean, it's been observed for more than two thousand years. I also like that fact behind it. But I'm curious to find out how do.、Um, Not younger people, but the older generation. How does it react to the fact that it's been so commercialized nowadays?、Um, it's similar to Valentine's Day or Christmas Day. You know those holidays that are celebrated a lot in the West. Is、mm. there anybody who's like,、oh, I don't like the fact that it's so commercialized. There are so many promotional、uh, materials that are being done by all the enterprises or the Um, online or e-commerce platforms in trying to entice people to buy certain items just to boost consumption、uh, or sales. Is there a feeling? I mean, that could not be.、Um, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm just trying to find out. I think if a husband is forced to buy presents for his wife, there might be such feelings. <laughs> But, I could understand that. <laughs> yeah, but generally speaking, I feel like Chinese people are quite open to all kinds of celebrations, all kinds of cultures. We like to, of course, when we started to open our arms and heart to Valentine's Day, we found that a good、um, opportunity to celebrate love. And when we discover or rediscover the beauty in the traditional Chinese roots, that there is this festival has something to do with growing up and、um, praying for wisdom and celebrating love. And just all that, we are like, yeah. If there is more, there are, there can be more and more opportunities and events in different shapes and forms to celebrate this day. We are speaking actually about myself, very much open to it.、Mm. All right. No, well, I like that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in support of that. I do like the fact that there is this, you know.、Uh, 
festival that promotes love among people. I love love, so I mean, I'm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do watch a lot of uh, movies that are about love, you know that kind of thing. So I do have a soft spot for love. So I love, I love that uh, China has this festival. And um, <laughs> should a time comes that I leave China, I will probably try and keep it up wherever I go. Oh. I'll find someone to give a flower to. Yeah, that's really sweet. <laughs> a friend or somebody. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I think、uh, what these so-called special days bring is,、um, to a certain extent,、um, established rituals, and we need rituals as human beings、mm. to be reminded of today is a little bit different than any other. Three hundred and sixty-five days of the year, and、um, and the reason why this Chishi festival has been likened to the Western、uh, Valentine's Day, I think one reason is simply for you know when you're talking to a global audience, and then you want them to quickly get what Chishi means.、Mm. But for a Chinese person, you grow up with this language, you kind of automatically know, and then the Way Chishi rings in our ears and rolls off our tongue. It's it's traditional Chinese, and you kind of know what it means. And、uh, whether you want to celebrate it or not is really up to you. And just like a lot of other holidays, there's a commercial aspect to it. And we even have the、uh, so-called Singles Day. That's all about shopping. <laughs> that is. Pioneered by a particular e-commerce company. So, what are you complaining about? You know, just feeling a little sarcastic today. So,、um, yeah. No, but and we know why. No, but they also such,、uh, I guess, campaigns also help,、uh, especially during these、uh, tough times economically. The global economy is not looking so great. So. It encourages people to, you know, spend a little to support their countries' economies. So, I wouldn't be so harsh or hard on、uh, on enterprises <laughs> pushing these festivals just to drive up consumption. But please don't overdo it. Don't.、Uh, Uh, force people to spend money they don't have. Well, there's no forcing to do. It's like one side you want to do this, the other side will do it up. Like nobody's force twisting your arms to do anything.、Mm-hmm. Like, but some guys and maybe women out there would feel, oh yeah, you completely do not get this because <laughs> guys are like, oh scrambling. You know, like there must be some guys today who are like, what is she today? Quickly going onto their phone. <laughs> What are some of the last minute? Gifts I can get, yeah. Especially if you're still trying to woo that person, men、mm. or women, then you know it matters more. You know、yes. the gesture, because apparently nowadays people still are talking about maybe young people nowadays starting to complain about not able to find love or not. Oh yeah, it's hard to you know fall in love or find the right person.、Yes. And there are so where many. Where is he? Where is he? And so、or、many,、she? so many different kinds of surveys out. There, asking different questions, and you take the survey really seriously, trying to see whether or not it can help you, guide you to find the special someone. Only to find okay, that... the buildup is like so high now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, only to find that there are a lot of people like you who. Feel like they want a soulmate. They want the soulmate to understand you. They、mm-hmm. want them to also give you some personal space when you need it, and to be able to read 
when you're faced do certain things, they want you to understand what you're doing, and um, apparently that is. A whole another discussion, but a discussion fits today's topic as well. Right. So it's like we have such high expectations in our significant other. We want them to be our soulmate. We want them to look appealing. We want them to be compat compatible with us in every way, and we just sit at home on our phone and don't do that <laughs> much about it. Apparently. Is why people, on the one hand, aspire to love; on the other hand, simply find it difficult to meet that person. Hmm. Is that what it is?、Though? Is that what it is, though, Pearl? And you seem to have something special to say. The phone keeps people away from meeting their potential partners. I don't. Well, yes and no. I mean, some people might meet their potential partners online. Um, a lot of people have actually、uh, gone that route of、uh, going online and, and going on dating apps and finding people that actually they end up marrying and、uh, living a happy life. Some others,、uh, it has not been that you know happy ending for them. They end up finding frogs instead of Prince Charming or you know Princess Charming. <laughs> so it can happen that way. But if you do not, I believe, if you do not put yourself out there going out,、uh, if you don't go out to mingle with people, go to places where you find uh, uh, people in clubs or just social events, then the chances of you meeting somebody are really Really low, so try to get out there. Stay away from your your phone. It's not good for your eyes. First of all, you can stay on your phone for a certain time, but try both ways and see which one wins for you. But just be careful online. People may not be presenting their real selves,、mm -hmm. and they usually present the, what people call their representative. Because they are trying to look good to you, so that you pick them, and then you only learn a few months later that this is not who I thought this person was. So there are things that you have to be careful. I mean, that can also happen in real when you meet someone face to face. They might present themselves as somebody else just because they want you to,、uh, or they want to get closer to you, and then you later find out that actually this is not the type of person that I really. Really like or I'm compatible with.、Mm -hmm. So I mean, it's a trial, trial and error kind of situation, I guess. So don't get despondent if you don't immediately meet someone that is、uh, your potential match. Just keep trying. I、oh. think I think you're totally right. But the thing is, for a lot of young people, especially the twenty to ah、uh, the two thousand young people that have been that have、uh, take part in this kind of survey, according to them, they believe it's not about meeting people and then started to get along and decide whether or not they're the right people. It's more like at the from the very beginning, they feel comfortable about themselves. They feel independent. They feel they're very busy at work, and they're just simply do not. Do not want to go that one step closer to a stranger, make them acquaintance and potential lover, and that is what people are saying nowadays. I'd rather stay at home, be with myself, than go out and meet new people. So it seems like if they want to be in a relationship or, well, have this. I don't know. Maybe as platonic, but just having this, even if it's just mentally, being intimate or close with another human being, 
then they only have the internet as their 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 avenue、mm. if you're not going out there. I suppose so. Is it kind of inevitable these days that I... if you want to meet someone, you kind of like most likely need to get online? I feel online would definitely be a main way of meeting new people, but the internet is also not a scary being, place, and also not being very supportive. Because on the internet, when you're、uh, looking for information, maybe you would see videos of people complaining about their life after marriage, and the perception of a happy relationship feels like it does not exist, and people. Complain about having a so-called love brain. That is the brain you get when you fall in love, and you stop having the ability to tell right from wrong, and you would put love as your priority all the time. I mean, love should be the priority, but putting it as the first priority all the time is definitely not a good thing. And all these information would be a little bit too discouraging. I feel like.、Mm, well, there's always two sides of the. Same coin, it feels, and the internet certainly magnifies. I feel everything. It just depends on, you know, what's the the flavor of the month. It feels, <laughs> and、um, with some internet users, they are even advocating for something of a national public platform for dating. So I assume. That there's a certain, or maybe a pretty high level of verification of saying, this is exactly who、um, is is、uh, is portrayed in the profile. Like the facts are all correct, where this person works, or you know the. I don't know if height and these things can be verified <laughs> to the dot, but、um, but apparently you know. Some say that the biggest qualm you have in online dating is catfishing. Is when you don't know who the other person is, or you know, like、uh, Pearl kind of alluded at earlier on, it could be a panda, a monkey, whoever <laughs> it is on the other end. So, do you like this idea? It certainly speaks to some of the worries people have. I mean,、uh, looking at the sur- survey that you referred to earlier. It seems like people want to delay certain aspects of relationship. They like they love romance, but they don't want like to be in a serious、uh, relationship at an early age. So people want to delay that process. So I I do support that young people enjoy life, and then later on they decide to be in serious relationships and get married. Yeah, well, it's really up to you. And there are some, you know, people who marry their college sweethearts <laughs> and live happily ever after, or not. So it's really everybody's own story. We'll be back after this break. <laughs> 